Well, good morning, my friend. Thursday morning. I hope that you had a wonderful midweek service last night. We had a wonderful service and uh, many people in attendance last night, visitors there. It's always good to see visitors. And I want to say welcome to the Pastors Podcast today. Thank you for coming along with us for just a short period as we get our day going here. And I um, hope that you're preparing for the weekend as, as Sunday is coming right around the corner. I hope that you already have some um, thoughts in your mind where you're going to go soul winning this weekend and trying to reach the lost for Christ. Boy, how we need that in today's world. That is the answer, my friend, in an old dark world that we live in. Christ is the answer. And um, I hope that you get ready for that. Good morning, Miss Davis. Good to have you along this morning on the Pastors Podcast. Good to see you and your husband as well. I want to read to everyone this morning from Luke chapter 22, verses 11 through 12. It says, And ye shall say unto the good men of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples. He shall show you a large upper room furnished. There make ready. The time of Christ's death was just days away. Before Jesus would die for the sins of mankind, he was going to observe the last Passover supper with his disciples. He sent Peter and John to prepare for his last supper. And he told them that a man bearing a pitcher of water would meet them. They were to follow this man into his house. When they got to the house, they were to ask this man, where is the guest chamber? This man would then show the disciples the upper room that was furnished, and they were to make ready for this last supper. Now, one of the great truths that is missed from this is how is that somehow this man knew that the last supper would be in the upper room of his house. We don't know how that happens. It says that when he showed the disciples this room, that it was furnished. In other words, this man prepared for months, if not years, for the Savior to eat in his last supper in this upper room that this man owned. This man prepared daily for the Savior to eat at his house because he didn't know what day it would be that the house would be used for the Savior. Now imagine this. Imagine if the man kept that upper room cluttered with junk. This room would not have been ready for the Last Supper. Imagine if this man was busy doing his own thing instead of being ready for the master to eat the Last Supper in his upper room. This man would have missed the opportunity because he was too busy doing things that were not important to what this man was created to do. The same God who made this man for a purpose has made you for a purpose as well. God did not create you for the world's use, but he created you for his own personal use. Imagine this. Imagine the creator of the universe. This is an amazing, amazing thought. He, the, the creator of the universe, wants to use you. God has a purpose for your life, and you are to prepare your life for when he needs you. Now, you've got to be careful about filling your life with things that would keep you from being used by God. Many believers are no different than a hoarder who keeps everything in the house because someday they're going to be able to use it or sell it. Now, my friend, you cannot be used to the extent that God wants you to be used when you fill your life with worldly junk and vices. It's not that God doesn't want, to, want you to enjoy life. But you've got to keep your life 
so available to God by keeping yourself from anything that would hinder you from being of use for God. When you clutter your life with vices and worldly possessions, you're hindering God's ability to be able to use you to the fullest extent of what he created you to be. Can I further say this? Prepare daily for that day when God chooses to use you. I don't know when that day is going to be, but the way you prepare for that day is to do every day what you're supposed to do for God so that when he is ready to use you, you're ready to be used. We never know what day it's going to be when God calls our name to be used for the purpose for which we have prepared to be used by him. Now, if we're playing in the world, we'll not be ready for that moment for which God wants to use us. Every day, you should prepare yourself for God to use you for the purpose for which you were created to, um, to, to serve him. God knows your name. God knows where to find you. So if you live every day preparing, saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best today, just in case, this is the day that God calls my name, then I'll tell you this. Then God says, okay, that person's ready. It's the person who's just doing every day what they're supposed to do to be used in the greater way is the person that God says, that person's ready. God never is going, God's never going to call the person who's sitting doing nothing. He's going to call the person who's busy doing the work that God wants them to do. It's because he says, okay, they're already doing it. Now let me move them up to where I can use them. That's the secret to being used by God. Do what you're supposed to do every day. Boom, God brings the leader, brings your name to the leadership that he's going to use to promote you to that other position that God can use you in a greater way. My friend, this is one of the great secrets of life for God to use you. Don't wait and sit for God to use you. Get busy. Prepare now. Let God work in you and use you the way he wants to use you. Oh, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. And remember today, hey, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.